0: Hey, what's going on guys? And welcome back to the podcast. And uh, as always, thank you very much for being here. We've got uh, um, a lot of different stuff going on out there on this Wednesday. Uh, it is a green Wednesday here on the market. Uh, we've got, uh, I mean, all of the, the Let It Grow investing and uh, challenge portfolios looking great. Uh, we are definitely seeing a uh, a movement uh, across all stocks really uh, looking very positive today. So uh, the Dow's up about 112 Uh, The NASDAQ is up about 175 points, that's 1.3%. The S&P is up about uh, 37 points, that's about 0.8%. So the Dow is kind of the laggard here, but still uh, pretty firmly in the green. So we're gonna cover what's going on out there. We've got uh, CPI, we've got uh, some NASDAQ news, we've got some NVIDIA news, we've got some Microsoft news. But uh, first up, I did want to dive right in uh, so no frills here, just right into the stocks that we were talking about this week and uh, really kind of get us up to speed as to what's going on this week. Well, first up, we are on week 29. I did go ahead and purchase uh, Google for week 28. So I bought that Tuesday. Uh, simply, I, I just forgot to buy it on Monday, uh, but uh, I did go ahead and buy it for uh, week 28 and it is in the portfolio at this point. So we are... Uh, I think that's four buys that we've done for Google. So that has been a favorite, uh, definitely a favorite around here. And uh, it's certainly hard to put uh, some of these tech names in with some other names that I thought would have been great candidates. Uh, But uh, yeah, Google did win. And we're going to talk again why I thought uh, uh, the NASDAQ equal weighted ETF might have been a good opportunity. And uh, I'm going to make a note here to talk about that here shortly. But um, yeah, so we did buy the Google and uh, now we are looking at five other stocks and they all kind of play a different role here. First up was Coca-Cola, right? Ticker is KO. Warren Buffett's, um, you know, one of his favorite stocks here. And man, when I was looking at this one, we bought it this time last year. I kind of thought, you know what, man, consumer staples are just getting too rich. Too many people in them. The PEs are getting too high but uh, man, Coca-Cola, they they continue to deliver good numbers. The earnings look good. The, the upside looks great. Uh, we've still got uh, about a 3% dividend, but I want to say that the, uh, the PE was sitting right in the 26 range. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull that one up so I've got uh, some accurate information here, but uh, a lot of different things here on the financial side and on the business side actually showed that this one has got uh, some things going for it right now. Yeah, 26.2 on that PE, that beta is super low. So less volatile than some of the other names on the list. Uh, It's coming in at a 0.3 on that beta, uh, which a one would be your typical average of an S&P 500 stock. Uh, Less than that is less volatile, and more than a one, more volatile. That's all that means. Uh, So this one is definitely safer. You're getting a, a decent dividend. When I'm looking at the analyst research, We've still got some upside, believe it or not. And uh, it's currently, where are we at? I think it was in the teens range. Uh, Yeah, 17.6 on that uh, upside percentage. So we're sitting at 59. Uh, Average price target from 16 analysts is $70.25. So I definitely think that this one is going to give us some more safety than I previously thought. Um, It is a safe stock, but uh, I was making the argument to myself that the PE was getting stretched. And it just didn't really uh, command that type of valuation being at a, a higher PE. But uh, I think I was also reminding myself that it was in the low 30s at one point, And we have come down from that. I still think that uh, it could correct a little bit, but the, the earnings are there and they are looking like they're going to go up uh, over the next uh, couple of years as far as, as what I was seeing on some of the reports that I was looking at. So that is number one, KO Coca-Cola. Number two um let me get back to our uh, sheet here and uh Carnival Cruise Line CCL they have been on an absolute tear and uh let's see how they are looking today i haven't actually uh, checked in on this one yet uh we are down about 2% on the uh, on the day on Carnival Cruise Lines but uh this one has really had a strong year i mean this one Uh, I've, I've talked myself out of a lot of these travel names as a lot of people got back to traveling in 22, uh, man, the earnings is negative. Yes, it's turning around, uh, but I think it's going to be a longer, uh, time horizon before this one really gets back to some positivity, uh, really a, a long while before we get back to any kind of dividend and just a lot of things where I'm thinking, man, this one could be risky, but, uh, I've got my buddy, Dave Willett said, we need to get in on carnival Cruise Lines. Ah, uh, this one started well. October was the low on this one, about six dollars eleven cents, and now we're sitting at eighteen forty-five. So it, uh, you know, three X in that amount of time, and uh, man, it's uh, it's definitely one that uh, has had a lot of momentum, and a lot of people are definitely getting back into this one as more and more people are getting back out to travel. Right, kind of the opposite, like I said last time, of what United Health is saying right where people are getting back out and getting those elective surgeries that's hurting united health Uh, but now on the flip side when people are actually getting back out to travel and they're using carnival cruise lines uh, we're definitely seeing this one run up on a lot of that demand that uh, has been really pent up so uh ccl i think it's definitely a momentum stock i don't know that it's a long-term name that i want to hold but if it is a name that you like and that you are holding uh, I would definitely like to see uh, you know your thoughts on the five names. So get over to Let It Grow Investing and vote for which one we're going to add to our investing challenge portfolio. If you're new here, I do add $200 of my own money to a Weeble portfolio every Monday based on the results of the group. And uh, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the long and short of it. it. Gives us some good names, current names to look over, and really take a, a in-depth look at to uh, uh, what these names are doing. And if they should be a buy now, or you know maybe is uh, is there another stock out there that we should really be looking at? So kind of gives you a little bit of pointers on where you can be doing some research, what names make sense to buy here, and uh, then we kind of monitor them throughout the year. So that was uh, number two, Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, ticker is CCL. Uh, number three, and this one is actually pretty much tied with Coca-Cola right now, and that name is Overstock. Uh, the ticker there is OSTK. They did buy the Bed Bath & Beyond name. Uh, they've got a lot of moving to do, but uh, there is a good amount of upside on this one from the standpoint that everyone thinks that uh this is going to be a revitalization of the Bed Bath & Beyond name. It's going to get overstock out of that uh, price liquidator kind of category of business that they have kind of been, uh you know, kind of shooed into, right? They're, they're kind of in a corner. With the name overstock so they really wanted to get out of that uh, that mindset when you go to overstock that you're just looking for deals and now hey we're going to be this retailer that we're going to have great prices we're going to have a lot of different goods that would probably lend its name to the beyond and bed bath and beyond but um there's a lot of people thinking that this is going to be uh much better management for that bed bath name uh more online focused and, and really um Trying to get more people that would uh, typically be your Bed Bath and Beyond customers over to that Overstock side, and uh, really have them purchasing uh, through the their e-commerce platform, and uh, kind of you know driving that new style of business uh, through that uh, Bed Bath and Beyond name. So that is number three. Ticker is OSTK for Overstock. Uh, number four was going to be automatic data processing which is ADP if you get a paycheck or you write paychecks uh, there's a good chance that you use ADP or I guess paychecks would be another op- uh, opportunity out there in this uh, same space but uh, the jobs data just keeps improving right we're getting more jobs added uh, unemployment's at a low. My thought here was you know the the better the economy is doing for jobs and the more jobs that we're adding, uh, ADP is going to be a benefactor of those uh, that good performance there, so I thought uh, ADP could could certainly see some upside here. Uh, it's been a company that um, has been doing pretty well, and uh, one that I thought could have that kind of continue with the trend being our friend. Right, we've got uh, all the things that ADP is in; those uh, indicators are looking pretty strong. So uh, the PE is you know twenty eight point nine. Uh, it is a uh, dividend payer at 2.21%. It is in the S&P 500. And I will talk a little bit more about that when we get into... Uh, actually, no, sorry. it's uh, an, I think it's in the NASDAQ. That's. Uh, I think it's probably in both. But uh, I will uh, mention that one here in a little bit when I get over to this NASDAQ news. So ADP um, going to continue to operate well. And one that I think uh, could really have a, a diversifying effect on our portfolio, and it is in a much different class of business. Uh, it's, it's a tech company, it's a software company, but it's also tied to the economy very closely. So that was number four, ADP. And number five is going to be Meta, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Threads. And this one is actually the, the big mover on the day of these five, it's up $9.45, which is 3.17%. And uh, currently, there is not much when it comes to... Actually, depends on who you're listening to. But right now, the average price target on this is three hundred five fifty three, And we are now just above that at three hundred seven seventy four. The reason I'm looking at this one is because Threads has uh, adopted the, the most or the the quickest growth of any social media platform in uh, four and a half days. that It took them four and a half days to get to a hundred million uh, users. So that was just mind blowing. I think this is gonna be a real competitor out there for Twitter. Ultimately, we're gonna see what happens with this, how they monetize, but I think it is going to be another driver of sales and revenue for that meta platforms name. And uh, I just thought that this one really has some some upside potential to surprise us uh, maybe not this quarter, but uh, possibly the next quarter as things start to uh, generate a little bit more growth here. So uh, currently it is at a uh, 37 times PE on meta. Uh, it is a little bit riskier when you're looking at the beta. It's a 1.9. So as we've seen this one, um, you know, it was down at $88 in November and now we're sitting at 308. So definitely one that is going to have more fluctuation. Uh, compared to Coca-Cola that I said that beta was a 0.3. That is gonna have a lot more um, movement out of the price here. So that is um, just kind of a little guide as to what beta is. But um, yeah, so if you have an opinion here, please get over to Let It Grow uh, Investing on Facebook. There is a link in the description. Get your vote in for week 29. And uh, we are moving up nicely on this portfolio. Let me take a look here as to how we are actually doing uh, right at the moment and uh you know, now we are plus 6% which doesn't sound like a lot but uh we started the year minus 15 after that uh you know beating that was 2022 uh for the stock market in a nutshell so we're up uh north of 20% across uh 51 positions in the matter of about 7 months here so i will certainly take that as a, as a great thing, right? We spent most of 2022 in the red. It was certainly painful. We might have, you know, barely got into the green right near the end at, at one point, but, um, man, it was, it was definitely rough out there. So I am grateful to be seeing uh, some green on this account. Uh, definitely nice, but, um, yeah, now going forward, right? We had some, some news come out today, uh, with CPI, right? We've got, um, uh, CPI came in at a low since uh, 2021. Now that was uh, March of 21. Uh, let me see if I can't get back to this article. I'm reading a USA Today article um, and we're saying we did hit uh, a 40 year high uh, a year ago at 9.1% of inflation and it's fallen about two thirds. Uh, So we've got more normal uh, 2% levels sought by federal policymakers. It's uh, expected to be a tougher slog, according to uh, USA Today. So we still got a little bit of uh, a way to go here. So that is going to uh, uh, eventually affect some of these rate hike decisions. Uh, Looking at the CME FedWatch tool, we've still got about 95% of people saying that we are going to have another 25 basis point hike. Uh, I believe that is in 14 days now. Uh, when we get that next read here uh, from the Fed. And uh, ultimately, I I think that is their end goal, right? They're still trying to get to that target rate of uh, uh, 2% inflation, and we've got to do some more to get to that price point. But uh, we did have uh, food and grocery kind of offsetting some of the the rebound in gasoline that we've seen. And uh, still, the uh, the, uh, rent prices are, are very high as well. So um, we are actually seeing egg prices come down. I, th- I think the only thing that went up was processed foods, which we probably shouldn't be eating that much of anyhow. So this is probably for the best that, uh, that is the area and you know, the, the milk and eggs and all the, the staples of, a you know, our diet are probably coming down a little bit more. So probably not a bad thing, but, um, we've got, uh, like I said, the, the gasoline prices going up. Costco uh, was kind of saying that uh, the last month, uh, some of these costs were coming down and that was a reason that the revenue was dropping, but now we've got uh, the CPI report actually showing that that is uh, one of the areas that's going to be higher. So uh, a little bit of flip-flop there from what people are seeing and what is actually happening. Uh, and then we've got uh, core inflation, which is uh, the the main metric that the Federal Reserve watches, uh, ease more than expected. So. Uh, again, another reason for them to really take a close look at what we're going to do with these rate hikes and whether or not we're going to get another raise going forward. Uh, and like I said, there's still definitely some areas that are sticky, but uh, overall, this is a, this is good news, right? We don't want to see inflation at 9% like we did this time last year. And uh, that 3% number is much more tolerable and a lot closer to that 2% number. Um, you know, but after ten interest uh, or rate hikes, we are eventually going to see getting into that two percent range at that at some point. And hopefully, by the end of the year, early next year, we can start seeing some of these rates get cut. Uh, so we don't go well below that, and the economy just you know screeches to a halt. So I'm thinking that uh, we're going to get that twenty five basis point hike in June. Ultimately, we're gonna see what happens uh, past that. And uh, we're going to take all the uh, information on jobs reports and uh, inflation data and everything else that's coming out and make that decision for the next meeting. But um, yeah, then now the, the other thing I really wanted to talk about was going to be this NASDAQ rebalance. And um, I've got an article here I am going to try to pull up and it is a Reuters article. And if if you haven't really heard about what this special rebalance is... Uh, I'm going to try to read a little bit from Reuters because I think they explained it a little bit better than what I'm going to. But uh, ultimately, I did say QQEW, right? That was uh, on week 28 for an ETF of the NASDAQ for us to buy that was equal weighted, equal parts of, uh, of the NASDAQ 100 names that we were going to be buying potentially that uh, didn't have so much weight in the top five stocks. Now, when we're looking at this rebalance, and I didn't even know that this was something that they would do, uh, but the the special rebalance is going to take place later this month as the uh, Nasdaq looks to reduce the concentration of heavy, heavyweight companies that account for nearly half of the index's weight. So, uh, basically, what that means is these you know five names are really getting to be too much, and we don't want that much to of the the actual Nasdaq to reside in only five names. So. Uh, we've got uh, blistering rally in growth and technology stocks has lifted the NASDAQ 100 by 37.5% this year. And uh, that compares with a 14.8% gain for the benchmark at the S&P 500. Uh, so uh, Microsoft, Apple, Nvidia, Amazon, and Tesla combined uh, for 43.8% in the uh, of the weight in the index. So we wanted to... Uh, Rebalance to get uh, this down to about 38.5%. So basically, when you're buying the the NASDAQ, you're not buying 44% of just these uh, five names, you're buying 38.5%. They're thinking it's a little bit too much. So they are rebalancing the position. Uh, So there is some concern that uh, this handful of names is distorting the health of the overall stock market, which is likely spurring the special uh, rebalancing, said uh, Art Hogan, the chief market strategist at B. Riley Wealth. Uh, so uh, again, uh, what is this uh, this rebalance? Uh, it says here that we are uh, their methodology on uh, rebalancing is to maintain compliance with the U.S. Uh, SEC rule on fund diversification, which has taken place twice before in 2011 and in 1998. Uh, so that is uh, what uh, Cameron Lilja, uh, the global head of index uh, product and operations at the Nasdaq, said. And uh, we've got, uh, it says this special rebalancing may be conducted at any time if the aggregate weight of companies, each having more than 4.5% weight in the index, tops 48%. Uh, and during the rebalancing, it is capped at 40%. Uh, Microsoft being the largest at about uh, 12.9, followed by Apple at uh, 12.47, uh, NVIDIA at 7%, Amazon at uh, 6.89%, and Tesla at 45 so uh, the rally in Tesla really is what pushed this above 48% and that triggered this rebalance. Uh, so we we could potentially see the S&P 500 follow suit, but uh, the S&P 500, they have a little bit higher of a limit. And uh, that would be uh, of each of these names having a weight greater than 4.8%, which would exceed 50% of the total index uh, in order to trigger a rebalance on the S&P 500. Uh, so uh apple and microsoft are the only two firms of weight over 4.5 percent in the s p 500 and the top five firms with the most influence in the s p 500 include amazon nvidia and tesla make up for 22.2 of the markets uh, of the index's total market value so uh, a little less overweight in a, a lot of these other names in the s p but the nasdaq Very, very overweight to these top five names, Microsoft, Apple, NVIDIA, Amazon, and Tesla. Uh, So this could potentially be a good thing if you are holding some other stocks that are in the NASDAQ. And this is kind of what I was getting at with the equal weighted uh, QQEW ETF that we're going to see some of these could actually get bumped up in the amount of uh, weight that they're going to hold when you're buying the QQQ Uh, So, uh, a Wells Fargo index strategist says that Starbucks, Mondelez, uh, Booking Holdings, Gilead Sciences, Intuitive Surgical, Analog Devices, and ADP, Automatic Data Processing, will see their weight increase in the NASDAQ 100 index. So, as uh, they're going to shrink down these top five names, some of these smaller names are going to get bumped up in the market weight of the QQQ. So, uh, the fact that the uh, the QQEW, would uh, buy even a parts of these names. Uh, we're going to be now seeing that uh, in the non-weighted equal weight, uh, that these other names are going to be now a larger portion. So that is going to trigger more buying activity in these names. So I'm thinking that uh, this is still going to be a pretty even uh, mix as far as it's still going to favor the the five uh, the, the really large tech companies, right? It is not going to simply just you know get rid of them and start dumping them off the market. It is gonna be a smaller move. We're going from 43% uh, percent down to 38, I think that was the number. And uh, we're gonna see some of these other ones get bumped up. But uh, we still have uh, Apple and Microsoft very heavily weighted in the S&P 500. So I don't think we're gonna to get too much of a sell-off in those. Uh, we, like I was started to say earlier, we do have some Microsoft news too. And that Microsoft news is actually that uh, the U.S., uh, I think it was the SEC. Let me uh, let me double check that one. Uh, the uh, purchase of Activision Blizzard, ATVI, was actually just approved. Let me get back to that article, too, uh, so I don't mess this one up. They want to Microsoft wins U.S. court approval to buy Activision in loss for FTC, uh, so that is definitely something that I think is going to be strong news for Microsoft and Activision going forward. And, uh, ultimately we're going to see what happens with all the, uh, the, the rules and regulations around that and what Sony is going to be able to, to, to do with uh, some of these titles. I would imagine that they're going to have access to Activision titles, but, uh, ultimately we will see. I don't, I don't think that anyone wanted to see this thing become a monopoly, and uh, still want equal competition with Sony and Nintendo for uh, for gaming and all. So uh, definitely still uh, some some reasons to be looking at some of these top names that are going to get uh, bumped down a little bit in the QQQ, but uh, still a lot of reasons to uh, to look elsewhere when it comes to other uh, QQQ names. And uh, you know, like I said, some of the some of them that were out there, uh, ADP, Starbucks, uh, analog, Devices, Mondelez, Gilead Sciences, uh, Booking Holdings, uh, they could definitely see a little bit of a bump up as they are now a larger weight of the index. Uh, and then the other thing that I had for us today was uh, some NVIDIA news, right? And this one has uh, has rallied up uh, above where I was trimming it the other day. Uh, I think we were at around 433. I think I trimmed around 431 and a half and I'm still fine with that decision. Uh, some of that money went into some other names that have really been on a tear as well, uh, especially with uh, some things going on today with some some big movers out there. Um, let me take a look here and let's see. Yep, Recursion Pharmaceuticals uh, stock is soaring following a fifty dollar a fifty million dollar investment from AI chip maker Nvidia. So uh, it is a biotech firm and uh, basically they are going to be getting a lot of the data they're going to be doing a lot of processing for ai driven biotech uh, pharmaceuticals and uh, really uh, working on plans to make better uh, medications and better treatment plans uh, based off of ai and they're going to have a whole ton of data that uh, nvidia is going to have access to in order to make uh, better uh, ai supported devices so uh, nvidia did trade up on this news. I looked at it earlier. It was at 4.33, and now it's at 4.38, which is still fine. I still have a, a, a lot of my portfolio being in NVIDIA, so I did take some off the table. This uh, this news actually drove this one higher than I thought it was going to go, but I understand why. Uh, recursion, I'm not even... It's a uh, ticker is RXRX, and that one is the, the big benefactor of this news that they have NVIDIA jumping on board to really... Um, Revitalize or, or, or really figure out this business, right? And they are up five dollars and fifty cents today. But hold, hold up, it's it's only a twelve dollar and twenty eight cent stock, so it is up eighty one percent on the day. That is massive. Uh, so we will see where this one goes from here. Uh, do they have any analyst research, any buy targets? I'm sure someone's going to just have an open buy on this one, uh, being the fact that uh, Nvidia is getting involved, I'm trying to pull up. If we got any buy. Uh, targets today. Any kind of news out here on a Recursion Pharmaceutical. And uh, we did. We've got uh, one today. Man, this is a, a bold statement. Barenberg Bank coming out with a $33 price target. And I remind you, it's at 12 right now. Uh, so that is a, a massive amount of upside here from uh, from Barenberg. And that is the only one on the day that I'm seeing with a buy price point. But uh, hey, maybe that's one that we want to take a look at uh, going forward, see if we want to get into a biotech name that really has a lot of ties to AI. And uh, it could certainly be one that we look at in the future for another investing challenge. But uh, I've got to cut this one short. So thank you guys for uh, stopping by. And uh, please make sure to get over there to Let It Grow Investing. To get your vote in for one of the five names that we did talk about that we were looking to purchase for this week. And again, those names are Coca-Cola. The ticker was KO. Carnival Cruise Lines. The ticker is CCL. And then Overstock, OSTK. Automatic Data Processing, which is ADP. And Meta Platforms, uh, the the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, Threads, WhatsApp. And uh, that ticker is META, M-E-T-A. So that is all I've got for you guys today. Thank you very, very much for stopping by. And uh, please make sure to subscribe and share. uh, And that will help me not uh, miss you on the next one. So thanks again. And I will talk to you guys next time.